fire up the braai, let's get this party started. Welcome to On The Whistle, wherever you're listening on this beautiful planet. I'm your host, Zain Nabi, and today we are in the presence of greatness. No, I'm not talking about Courtney Fries, our resident PSL winner, nor am I talking about Ahmed Youssef, the editor of Kingfoot, or even our young gun and newly promoted multi-platform journalist, Alistair Howarth. Today, we have a friend of the show, three-time CAF Champions League winning coach, Pizzo Jingles Mosemane. Coach, always a pleasure, never a chore. Thank you for joining us around Africa's biggest braai. How are you doing on this fine day? Well, thank you for having me on your show. Um, and um, welcome to everybody who's, who's around. Uh, um, yeah, let's get going. I'm, I'm humbled. Coach, you know this podcast will be very serious, but I'm going to get a little unserious right now. So, Courtney Fries, he won the Premier Soccer League uh, at Manning Rangers with the Mighty Maulers. Before you joined the podcast, Ahmed asked him if he played against you. And, uh, and Courtney made a joke that, that you're too old. You're too old. Not that you were too good. You were just too old for him to play against. I love, I, I, I'm telling you. Old <laughs> bones, old bones. He was right. <laughs> But coach, I got this. So, so Courtney has the reputation on our podcast of holding the Spirit Cup. So that is the over thirty-five player who, you know, brings the most energy, gives the most smiles. He has a lovely trophy in his trophy cabinet. You've coached a lot. You've coached at SuperSport, Sundowns, Al Ahly, even other teams. In all your years, coach. Could you tell us who was the Spirit Cup winner, your best Spirit Cup winner in, in the team that you coached? In all the teams or, or average? Uh, I'll say uh, pick, pick your favorite or you can pick a couple. It's completely up to you. My favorite? Can you believe that? I, now you... You are causing a problem. Uh, uh, <laughs> my favorite... You know, the guy who's just good for team spirit. He uplifts the team. He motivates. He tries his hardest. Dennis Onyango, the goalkeeper of, the current goalkeeper of Mamelodi Sundowns. The Spirit Cup winner. Well, I tell you what, when we see him, Courtney, you've got to give him your trophy. You've got to give it to Onyango. He's, um, he's in Cairo, by the way. Ah. We're playing them on Saturday. Wow. They're there already. That's early, coach. Yeah. Yeah, no, they were, they played yesterday. They they had a catch up game that they play of CAF Champions League. They played yesterday. Okay, cool. Well, we'll make sure we get him that trophy. But I tell you what, to start it off, we'll start with um, beauty before age today. Alistair, you're the young guy on the pod. CAF Champions League is very much in front and center, and I think that's a good starting point for us today. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, coach, you, you've kicked off your your Champions League campaign uh, this weekend, and. I suppose for my question, you know, often it's said that the most difficult thing in coaching is to retain a title, you know, do it once, do it after you've already won it once. And now you're trying to do it a second time, get that third trophy in a row, do the three-peat with, with Al-Akhli. No other club in African football has, has done that before. You know, what is the, the pressure like on you to try and do that? And how are you feeling kind of going into this campaign? Yeah, Alistair, you, you, I hear you and thanks for... Um, all the good things you're saying, but um, you know, in football, you should, you should. I always say that you must focus on the process, and the outcome will sort itself. You know, so in this way, I mean that if you focus on how to win, 
if it's a three pit, it will be. But uh, don't chase records because when you chase records, you are playing a different game. You're playing an emotional game. So you need to to do what you have to do to to deal with the process. And uh, and uh, because if, for example, we started um, on on Friday and we drew. So if you change in that record, you drew, you start saying, oh, is it going to happen or not now? First game we draw, you know, we drew. So it's, 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 it's you know, from South Africa, we're dealing with a lot of marathons. It's, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. So the, that's what you need to focus on. I like, I like that. I mean, the, the other question I wanted to ask you is, especially because you were at the draw for, for the group stage, you know, and you guys have, you've got both Al-Hilal and Almeric, and, you know, we've seen in multiple groups, you know, with Angolan teams, Tunisian teams, you, as, as a coach, but also as a, a football fan, how do you feel about, you know, seeing and playing two different teams from the same country in, in, so, in so many different groups? Yeah, earlier before, Kef never had that kind of setup. I don't know what happened, um, but, you know, to be honest, it doesn't matter. I don't know. I don't know. It matters. Maybe the people from the same country are the people to com- to can comment differently from me, like the Sudanese team Al Hilal and and Merik, because these are the two teams that are always in the Champions League. These teams have got so much experience of playing Kev uh, Champions League. So yeah, I would say that for it's a little bit difficult. I I think it's a it's a local derby for them. And for us, uh, Sundowns and Alakli, I would not say it's a derby, but it's a, it's it's always a, a, a match that everybody says it should be in the semifinals, uh, you know. But we always meet in the quarterfinals, and unfortunately, I've been on, sitting on the other on, on on both seats in quarterfinals, and I was the recipient, and I was also uh, in a position where I lost the match. So, so that that group is like that. So there's the, there's of course there's a Khartoum derby there. It's a big big derby. The, the stadiums are, are just opposite one another. It's unbelievable how it is between Amerish and Al Hilal. But uh, probably you say maybe they can cancel each other, you know. And maybe we we as Sundowns. If we are smart, we should fight for our first and second position, and probably we should go with it the way it's supposed to go. Because don't be emotional on this thing, Coach. Um, you are a Sundowns legend, uh, and always will be in that country. I will say that on this podcast, the last time you played Sundowns and you were in South Africa, there were some unsavory scenes. There was an agenda against you, which was just highly disrespectful. Uh, are you concerned about that happening again? No, I mean, the monkey is not on my back. The monkey is on, on the people who, who did that. So they have to uh, show that they're consistent or they have to show that they know it was wrong. So it's not, it's not up to me. I can't own this thing. This is not my thing. You know, it belongs to, to those people. Who were there, and and I must tell you, it's not the the true Mamelodi Sundowns supporters who did that. Uh, I, I've been along, I've spent eight years with those people, and I know them. 
I know the supporters of Sundowns because it's a small community. We're not uh, 70 million people like Alakli. It's uh, we know each other very well, you know, because I even go to to attend some of their functions when when invited. So it's not the true Mamelodi Sundown supporters. It's those ones that uh, were told to do what they have to do. So I'm not worried about about that. Uh, um, I, I I left uh, the club that I love. Mamelodi Sundowns. I've played for Mamelodi Sundowns. Um, I didn't. I I've seen four different owners of Mamelodi Sundowns in my era. You know, I've played for, I've played under four different owners of Mamelodi Sundowns. And I don't know from the kind of jerseys, I remember the jerseys that we we were wearing when I was playing then, and the jerseys that was worn when I left. So I've seen so much uh, uh, that space. So um, I, I, yes, you get, uh, you get uh, emotional and ask yourself, I mean, really, did I do that bad? to the people. I mean, I would ask myself, the guys who were there and never won anything, how would they have been treated when when I left them with the, with the Champions League trophy and the World Cup uh, participation and the Super Cup and the title and the treble when I left. So how bad can it be? You know, I was, I was speaking to Azel Wenger in the, the World Cup. Um, I had a breakfast meeting with him and uh, I asked him about how he felt when he left Highbury because I was wa- um, the, the Emirates because I was watching that thing, and and the guy spent I mean twenty years maybe the rest of his life there. Twenty three years. Yeah, and and uh, I think I think it's is the is the the culture of the game is somewhere somehow it's a thankless game, so it's okay we we we. Uh, like him, he left the Emirates Stadium. He left from Highbury to the Emirates Stadium. Can you believe that? And 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 I I can speak on his behalf because he sacrificed uh, a lot. Not even going to Real Madrid because he was asked to go to Real Madrid. He, Barcelona wanted him at one stage. He sacrificed. He stayed to uh, at, at Highbury and uh, and I mean at Emirates uh, and. Jesus, I mean, he nearly he didn't even spend hundred million uh, pounds like at the moment he's been spent on players. He he made sure that he paid the bills and he paid he paid the Emirates Stadium that was built by sacrificing his own winnings and 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 all that. But uh, yes, we sacrificed and we are cautious. It's it's the nature of the game. That's why we are in the game and uh, it's part of the game. And if you can't take that kind of uh, situation where you can be a sacrificial lamb, you have to not to be part of the game. This is the game, it is the way it is. Well, coach, I will say, firstly, well answered, but I will say on this podcast, you have our utmost respect for what you've done. And as you said, those are not the sundown supporters that you know uh, and truly believe in are not involved in that. But coming They're back not. to sundowns, they are setting the pace like an avalanche in the PSL. Yep. Points yeah. ahead, goals, defensively tight, good in midfield, and scoring goals up front, looking good. Do you think outside the club World Cup, they are your strongest challenge to date? No, they are the contenders for the 
CAF Champions League. Sundowns is the contenders for Champions League. So is Zamalek. So is uh, Widad. So is um, Esperance. And I'm not trying to say that uh, there's no any other contenders, but I'm just saying there are a lot of big boys in uh, in that space who know how to win the Champions League, who have won the Champions League before. So yes, they are also a, a part of part of uh, uh, this thing. I mean, it's like you're saying, is Man, Man City part of uh, the Champions League? Do you think they can win it? Or are you saying Bayern? It's, it's, it's at that space. Anybody has a chance, PSG. Everybody has a chance, Chelsea. But uh, it's, it's all in the game. So, yes, they, ha they have a big chance to win it. So, as they did last year. So, as they did the year before. So, as they did when I was there also with them. You know, it's always a semi-final, a quarter-final, a semi-final, a quarter-final. And when we had a chance to win the final, we won it at that time when I was with them. So they've been to all the stages. So the, yes, they are the serious contenders. So I think we could um, great opportunity now to move on and talk about Al Ahly uh, a, a bit more. And I think, you know, as you mentioned, there's 70 million Al Ahly fans in Egypt, um, the biggest club. And for them, one of the key things that they always care about is the youth. They love seeing the new young players. And there's a, you know, a lot of talk now about Abdel Kader. Uh, and and recently we saw in the Africa Cup of Nations, uh, Abdul Munim, you know, impressing really well. Now he's he's obviously back in the squad. So I think for, you know the question I have is where do you see kind of this squad? Do you, is there going to be a, a development of these youth players? Are they going to be fundamental to the Al Ahly starting eleven going forward? Yeah, um, amazing good players that just came up now from to 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 boost us. They were not part of our campaign when we were, we won it two years in a row. And I think um, they also want to make their own history because, because history is important in Alakli. You know, well, legends are being honored up till today, have been respected up till today. So it's it's a uh, it's it's a big honor, you know, and 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 also is 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 bragging rights, is that you know, you know, there's there's the the eras of the. Abu Trikas, the Walgoma, the Barakat, and all those, that era. And and we don't have that, at this point in time, we don't have that uh, that group, that uh, generation of top, top, top players. But I have, a, and also the generation of the top manager, uh, Emmanuel Jose, who was here. Uh, I mean, he stayed here for seven years or six years. Unbelievable. So we don't have that kind of uh, pedigree, but we can say that we have our own history. We make our own history. We go to the World Cup two times in a row and get the bronze. We win the Champions League back to back. We won the Super Cup back to back. Uh, 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 it's 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 we 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 brought the team back to to international stage. The team was never there for the last seven years. In, 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 in international stage. It was still a big team in, 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 in Egypt, no doubt about that. There won so many trophies in the league. But we, 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 we have a few things that we corrected. We can say that generation lost to Monterey two times. Once 2-0 or 3-0, if I'm not mistaken, and once 5-0. And then we went to beat Monterey with, without the nine players who were in the Champions League. So we corrected that, you know? So, so there are there are a few things that we have done. We've we've won the league uh, 
um, last time with the most number of points. Is 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 there's so many there's so many things that we are doing a lot of goals we scored so many goals last year that the club has never scored in the history so so we have our own smaller things to say we are not the Emmanuel Joses we are not the Abutrikas we are not the those those legends of Alakli but we do things that they have not done yeah. we have. Our records so so we feel i feel this these two boys you spoke about yes they want to write their own history they they the guy says i, I scored the goal in the world cup abdelmonem says oh i played in the world cup i mean where was he playing before i've played in the cup of nations i went up uh, now i'm playing in the world cup it's 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 huge now he's playing champions league so it's, it's, it's brilliant so these guys are, are the new generations and they're coming up and they're doing wonders. And, uh, you know, you kind of alluded to a lot of my next question, which was going to talk about your success at Al-Ahli over the last 18 months has been unprecedented. Um, I know you've kind of, you've talked about the old generation, but this is a new generation now for Al-Ahli that, you know, this success is, is, can potentially grow and equal that, that older generation. Um, you've now won everything with Al-Ahli and, and that's something you've been fundamental to. So what's kind of next to Al-Ahli? What are the goals for Al-Ahli? And I mean, I, I'm saying this in the most kind of positive way. Is there still a burning flame to win more at Al-Ahli or is there potential in the future for a new challenge? Yes, there, there is. Uh, we, we, we want to change the color of the, bronze, of, of the medal in the World Cup. We've been consistent and I, would, I always I criticize them, but not really criticizing them. You know, like uh, aging them, you know, like... Uh, you got the same same color medal. Can we say we have improved? No, we didn't improve, you know. But at the same time, when you look at how the World Cup was organized, I didn't have my players. They went to the FIFA club, FIFA uh, Arab Cup for one month in December. Oh, suddenly they come back a day, one day, to play the, 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 the Kev Super Cup against Raja Casablanca. We struggled, but we won it. Oh, the next day they leave to go play uh, the Afcon uh, 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 in in Cameroon. One month, I don't see these players. The time I expect them to come back, at least I must have seven days to play with them. No, by the way, the the programs are clashing. They are not there. They missed my first game against Monterrey that is beating us five zero and three zero before a game that we need to change. We need to change the narrative and 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 and, and change the, the history of the team. They are not there, but we won. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So so the 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 preparations of this was unbelievable. I had nine players out with COVID two and a half weeks before the World Cup started. Can you believe that? Myself, I was out with COVID. I came back few hours before to the bench. I just made the bench three hours before. So it's unbelievable that this medal was more special than the one of last year. Mm. I call it against all odds. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to jump in on that and follow up, Coach. Kind of, you know, the, the Club World Cup is such an important thing to, you know, to African football, to South American football. I mean, we saw how many Palmeiras fans were, were there. For, for you, you know, with that frustration of, you know, 
timetables clashing and stuff, would you be kind of excited for, you know, a more expanded FIFA Club World Cup, you know, in, in the summer where in like kind of in Northern Hemisphere summer where there's more space for it, you know, you bring in a couple teams from each region, not just the one. Would that be something that excites you or do, or do you personally love the fact that, you know, to get into it, you have to win the Champions League. There's no one else that can get into it. Yeah, I've got mixed emotions about this, to be honest. Mixed emotions. Uh, I just believe you've got to be the winner. Be, be the winner. And if you're not the winner, then uh, you need to be... And if it follows the format where uh, other people can come uh, to make this a little bit to add a little bit of meat on it and make it juicier. And of course, it's also revenues, TV and all those things. Nothing wrong with that for the sub people to see more games and, and, and gather uh, 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 and they make a very great festival out of it. Why not? It's good for football. We would love to see football. And let's see more teams. But the, the format then should say whoever won it should not be having the same opportunities as the one who came third or, or fourth. You know what I'm trying to say? But you can also say, but why you say that? Because in the in the European Champions League and CAF Champions League, it's not the first one and the second one who 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 who, who qualify for the quarterfinals and all that. We can just say it's, it's, there's always pros and cons to this. I'm, I'm not really much worried about that. It's always good to have everybody to come and play, but it's always good to recognize uh, the true champions, to be honest. Coach, I have to come in there because um, one of the moments from the uh, FIFA Club World Cup was when you tweeted that picture with uh, Kante and uh, Deng. Um, I have to ask you, what was it like meeting Kante? I mean, did you manage to speak to him? Did you get any time with him? I know you no. Thomas Tuchel, no. but I mean, the quality of the man to want to picture and, yeah. and to come to the no, team. Kante didn't ask for a picture. Kante just surprised me. He walked up to me. He said, Coach, um, your player, Alwi Dieng from Mali, um, is, he, is he still around? Can you please help me to, to, to speak to him? I would like to speak to him. And, and that was it. And how you, how things, how's, how you feel, how's the, uh, congratulations, congratulating him that he's a World Cup champion. He's a UEFA uh, champion, but these guys, they know about us also. It's unbelievable, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. And John Terry was there, you know, for me, I mean, who am I to be hanging around with these big boys? Do you know what I'm trying to say? But that's what football brings about. That's what, uh, what you do every day. As I say, the process, focus on the process. The outcome will always sort itself and... Uh, I mean, Thomas Tuchel to, to move off his line and, and, and approach me and, and talk to me. I mean, guys, I mean, Thomas Tuchel is, this, this is a Champions League winner, man. And what have we done? In Coach, you're a three times Champions League winner. Yeah, but uh, this is Thomas Tuchel, guys, let's be honest. <laughs> well, out of interest, what did, what did he say to you when he came over? No, uh, my office told me I must never say, I must say it on my on my documentary. <laughs> well, I tell you what, Ahmed and I will be the executive producers of your documentary, so you'll have to tell us at some point. Um, <laughs> but, um, but listen, Coach. Sorry, I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't say. South Africa wants to know also. South Africa asked me last time, 
uh, what did um, Infantino say to me last year in, 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 on the podium because he spoke to me for a few, few seconds uh, and they wanted to know. I said, no, I'll keep it. No, and, and sometimes you got to keep those special, special moments. Yeah. But, 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 Coach, I have to say, like, I'm going to make a point and then ask you a question, you know. Kante, for the longest time, has been one of the most high-performing players in the world. Um, he's achieved success with club and country, yet he gets continually overlooked for some of the big FIFA awards or the Ballon d'Or, um, despite his tremendous work rate, his talent, uh, and trophies you yourself continue to achieve incredible success. I don't think in Europe, in um, South America, in Asia, and North America, there's a coach who is so dominant at continental and, uh, and domestic level. Um, yet you've not been recognized by FIFA, for example, at the best awards on the shortlist. What do you think has to change for Africans and uh, other coaches who aren't in the European space to get the recognition they deserve at some of these major awards? What, what, what do you think needs to happen? Well, I don't think it will, it will be the same. You know, there's a lot of things that are happening in, in Africa, in South Africa, good things that are happening. Um, but they might not be publicized as much as things happening in, 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 in the in more Western world, I should say, you know. Um, it's, it's the nature, it's the way it is, is, is that um, we have to accept that the, the, the UEFA Champions League is, is more, uh, it looks gloomy, it looks, it's attractive, it's got sponsors, there's people on the, in the stadium, and also, you must also understand, they get the best out of Africa, they get Sadio Mane, they get uh, Mohamed Salah, they've got these top players that are coming out of Africa to play in there. They go to South America, they get Neymar, Messi, it's the glamour guys. They go to North Korea, they get the, the guy who's playing for, for spares and, and all that. They have, the world is there and, 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 and the quality is there. No doubt about that. We should acknowledge that. But when you give recognition and awards, and it's based on that, then it makes sense. But when you give awards, you're saying the world, then it's, uh, it's totally different because, because we, we could have been doing uh, breaking records than what Europe and whatever is doing. And we, and we are in other continent, we are other parts of the world. If you, if you measure it with the quality of the teams and whatever, they're right. But if you're saying what have you achieved continentally and all that, then 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 it always leaves uh, question marks. Coach, I hear you, and I think for us, we're all believers in that. And that all makes sense. That if it's a world award, then they need to give people in different confederations the recognition that they would one confederation, and it shouldn't be dominated by UEFA or those coaches in Europe. But we actually have a question from uh, Darren Lewis. He's one of the most respected writers here in England. He's the assistant editor of the, uh, the, the, the Daily Mirror. He's also a CNN contributor. I forwarded you his question on WhatsApp. Do you want to have a quick listen? Um, and then maybe you can get your response to it. But I have to say, Darren is in awe of you, and he's a big fan of your work that you're doing in Africa. So maybe you just want to play it back and have a listen. He has two questions for you. 
Hello to the legend that is Pizzo Mossimani. This is Darren Lewis here, assistant editor of the Daily Mirror. It's a real pleasure to speak to you. I'm in awe of your achievements, of your ability to affect big games and to win big games. Also, your man management skills and your respect that you have earned over a sustained period of time. And I've got a couple of questions for you. The first of which is, will we see you managing in the Premier League anytime soon? I know a lot of players and people who have a great deal of respect for what you've done so far. And the other question is, are there players in African football that you feel have been overlooked who would be real assets other than the ones that we already know about right now? It'll be great to sit down and have a longer conversation with you. As I say, I'm in awe of what you've done so far. And I look forward to having the opportunity to really get into the mind of a brilliant man. Hopefully I'll speak to you soon. Yeah. Coach, your work transcends borders and you have to know I'm, that. I'm there. Um, yeah, it's good to, to, to get acknowledged um i i really appreciate it. thank you for that yeah i i guess this question is uh, uh would i be would there is there a chance for me to come to to the premier league well every coach aspires to win the premier league who doesn't want to come to premier league if the whole world comes to the, to the premier league who am i not to want to come to the premier league but I don't want that to be clouding my mind and, and my vision and my, 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 my happiness in what I'm doing in the continent. If that comes, it will come. If it doesn't come, it doesn't come. You know, we, we focus on the work we do. And if you want to see the work and the quality, you can make your research. I mean, you don't have to look at my game in the World Cup only. Watch my games against Bayern. Watch my games against... Palmeiras twice, watch my games against uh, the Mexicans, watch my games uh, in the Champions League, watch my games uh, for the last three, four, five years. I have a philosophy the way I want to play and I play the same way. And, and I always say that uh, the club must have, must recruit its coach. If you need that kind of a football, that my philosophy, the way I play, then you have to have that coach. But if you appoint a coach because of availability, then there's always a problem with the club. Then, oh, we, uh, we never thought this is the guy we wanted. You know what I'm trying to say? Oh, he doesn't fit in with the culture and mentality. But look, I don't know how to put this. If I don't know how to say it, but you want to tell me if you give me a... Uh, 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 Chelsea of Thomas Tuchel, I don't understand the tactics. I know everything that they do. Okay, he's more experienced. He's, 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 he's worked with bigger players at PSG or whatever. But doesn't mean that the messages that I can pass are different or are at the lower level. I believe when you are a doctor in, 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 South, in South Africa, you are a doctor in England, yeah? Completely. You study the same human anatomy and physiology. I mean... If you're a lawyer in South Africa, you're a lawyer. If you're a bookkeeper in South Africa, you're a bookkeeper in England. Okay? I just have that principle. You know what I'm trying to say? I don't know how we judge. If, if, 
if 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 you're a doctor, give him the patient. Then let him sort the patient out. If he sort the patient out, then he's a qualified doctor, maybe. You know, that's that's what I can say. But uh, players, the second question is, uh, I don't know if I've answered him. You know, if opportunity comes, yes, it will come. But I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not looking for that opportunity because, because the reality is, it's very difficult. Let's be honest, guys. And who has done it before? Nobody. You know, you can always tell me it's always the first time. But okay, always the first time. Let's stay positive. On the second question, yes, I think uh, my player uh, uh, Louis Dien, who's playing in the midfield. And in fact, uh, to reveal one of the things, Azam Wenger asked me about him. He says, oh, you have a wonderful player. You've got a good player there. So I, I look at uh, Nakamba, the boy who's playing for Aston Villa from Zimbabwe. I look at uh, the boys playing for Lista City as a six, um, the Ghanaian. I said, I mean, I look at uh, uh, Partey who's playing for Arsenal. I said, I mean, really, guys, is that so, that much of a difference? So, and he's playing in the national team of Mali, and he's playing for Al-Akhli. He's a world, Champions League winner two times, bronze medal two times in the World Cup, Kev uh, Super Cup twice, the league, the Egyptian Cup. I mean, what else he has to win, you know? So, so yes, he's got experience. And and I, I, I don't know, somebody has to... to Somebody has to open his eyes. Somebody has a player to get from in Africa. That's just your six, is your six, is your eight. So, and he plays, he fits in, in all the systems, in all the models. He's fit, he's strong, he's young, age allows him. He, he, he can press, he runs 90 minutes. He's, he's got all the attributes that are needed in, in the Premier League. I'm not saying Chelsea, I'm not saying Man United or Liverpool, but he can play with other teams is 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 possible. Yes, there are many players like Abdul Monem also my, my centre back who just came. I think he's a European player. I think he can play in Europe. He's quick, he's young, he he's got a leap, he can jump, he can pass, he's so comfortable on the ball. Big opportunities for those players, for those teams. So probably teams in Spain, teams in but in the Premier League also, they can play. Why not? Coach, I just want to come in there and um, you spoke about the happiness on the continent and that, that's always beautiful to hear. You spoke about how happy you are, Ashley. You've been successful in South Africa. You've been successful in Egypt. You are my coach of the year. And I think everyone on this panel, I'll, I'll say that now. How you did not win that trophy, I'm confused. I'm confused. But, but the IFFHS at least branded me as the coach of the continent. And they put Mohamed Salah, said your money, they put them there. So it's okay, guys. It's not as bad as you guys put it. Very true. Have you thought about maybe if the opportunity doesn't come in England, maybe North America, South America, anywhere else in Europe? in terms of coaching uh, look the, the question is it's a fair question i understand what you're asking and probably maybe not the right time to answer that because you know i'm still with alakli and i've got five months to go on my contract um 
probably the right question to ask when everybody has agreed that maybe um, we're not renewing. But I believe we will renew. I believe uh, because I, I don't know. I'm, 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 if we don't renew, I'll be surprised. And I'll pity the next guy who's coming to say, my friend, I don't know what you have to win to get a contract, you know? <laughs> it's, I mean, it's tough for the guy, you know? Unless it's sentimental, then it's okay. But, uh, um, yeah, I can see that the Major League Soccer is, is, is I'm, I'm getting interest. I'm looking, uh, I'm following football because it's on TV. You know, I saw that, I think Team Seattle has got so many supporters. It's not fun. It's, it's unbelievable. And it's, it's coming up well. And oh, by the way, uh, the player I coached in Bafana, Bradley Connor, is the head coach in the Major League Soccer. So if you got the chance, probably I can also get the chance to be. So you coached, you, I, I know you coached Bradley. Um, yeah. I played alongside with him uh, in our younger days as well. You've got this opportunity. Uh, have you spoken to him since he's got his head coach role? Has he come to no. your brains? Because you are the successful one. They need to come to you. I know, but uh, you don't look, I don't look at life like that. He's there, he's got a chance, how he got it. Uh, he's been assistant coach and probably they've scouted him. They've seen that he's got much. He's done well. So you, you have to respect first, you know. Uh, uh, I've seen... Uh, Players who were coached by 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 the coaches, and they went and went back to beat the the masters. It does happen in football, so I have a respect for 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 Bradley, and uh, and he's a good boy. One one thing about him is what a what a nice guy, you know. And he played for 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 Dortmund. He played in Germany, uh, not Dortmund. That um, I think Schalke, if I'm not mistaken. But he played in in, in in Germany in the Bundesliga. I and think he it was Cologne coach. I think Cologne. it was Cologne. Yes. He earned his stripes. Why not? And and what a player to coach in 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 in, in Bafana Bafana. Very good, loyal, a, a, a man of honor, integrity, plays serious. I'm not surprised he's a coach. He has all the qualities to be to be the coach. Yes. And um South America, you never know. It's not easy to get into Bra to Brazil and then. And coach, we have to ask you: Flamengo or Boca Juniors? Who do you want to coach? <laughs> Are you putting me on the spot? I don't want to have problems. I had a lot of problems. Coach, too. this man is selling you already. You you just said you're happy. <laughs> I had a lot of problems with uh, uh, Palmeiras supporters. They were very not unhappy with me because I said to them. They get an advantage. They just walk to the semifinals. I mean, we we work, We have to play games before. We accumulate yellow cards. We accumulate injuries, and they come. They're fresh, and 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 they just even more <laughs> reasons for the Flamengo fans to love you. <laughs> I love Flamengo. It's a good team. I like it because um, I fell in love with Flamengo because of the coaches in in Brazil. I I was working with Carlos Alberto Pajera, You know. Big coaches won the World Cup maybe three times with the with with the players, and I learned a lot from him. I've I've had so many stories about Romario, uh, Robino. You can just mention them. Dunga from from Paera. He had all those generations from Ronaldinho and them. So uh, uh, it was it was 
it's, it's, it's always good to go there. And I spoke to the coach of Palmeiras. He coached in Greece where I was playing also. So, yes, they won this time. Last time I won. So probably also I can do the same in, get the same opportunity in, in South America. But as you say, it's not easy. Coach, we know we're fast running out of time with you. Uh, we have two more questions to go. To do this fairly, we're going to spread the ball around. We're going to send it to Alistair and then Ahmed to, to take us home. I mean, I, I can't take credit for this question because it's actually Francis who had to leave, who sent me a message asking to, to ask you this. And I, he wanted to know kind of what are your thoughts on, on the new kind of now we're making progress into the Super League, into the African Super League. You know, we've now seen a bit of the structure. We've seen a bit more of the shape. You know, as a coach, but also as kind of an African football fan, you know, how do you feel about it? And if you were the one kind of in charge of shaping it, what would, what would you want it to look like? I must be honest with you. I have not yet got the proper, proper presentation of, of the cup. And, it's, and I'm not going to give you what you really have to get. But what I know is that they want to make a 16-team league, something like that. And, and, and the winners and the top teams in certain continents, which is, which is good. It's going to be good for football. It's going to be good for TV. And it's going to be good for financial rewards for the clubs. Uh, the way I hear, it's got sponsors and all that. Brilliant. But does it cancel the Champions League now? Or is it besides the Champions League? And how are we going to deal with the, the local league? My question is only, you know, the Champions League in Europe is easy. It's three hours, four hours. I think maybe the, the longest distance is to go to, to Russia, something like that. For us, it's overnight. You know, we, I know when we're going to South Africa, the one day we take is traveling. One day to come back is traveling. So if it's five days, you only have three days. So I'm asking myself, how are we going to do this? You know, and, uh, and also in COVID space, you know, how are we traveling with everybody and all that? Good, good proposition, but um, you know, it's not what you want to do. Is how is it is it doable, and what are the obstacles, and how we're gonna deal with this? I mean, there are many things that are involved in football. I mean, I mean, we still don't have a VAR in the group stages of Champions League, guys. Some of the things are just uh, fundamental and basics. Sometimes things sounds good and looks good, but. Um, we have to look after the stadia, we have to look after pitches, we have to look after all the things that makes the tournament really, really looks good. If you look at the European Champions League, guys, there's so much invested in that. It's not about only this Europe. It's, there's a lot. There's training pitches. You go to countries, some of the countries, there's no training pitches. These big clubs don't have training pitches for us. You know what I'm trying to say? So, And how do you get there when there's no training pitch? So you must take pitch on the day of the match or the night before. You can't after traveling twelve hours. So, so uh, it's good thing for Kev, but hey, they have to tick a lot of boxes. But sometimes also, I think it's always better when they ask the technical people. Also, you know, don't look at the commercial and the marketing side. Then looks good, and people who always suffer are the players and the coaches. The traveling, where we staying, where we gonna train. It looks gloomy. It looks nice. It looks. Uh, I mean. Uh, I mean. It looks uh, uh, very nice. But 
yeah, we have to face realities. I, I like realities because I know when I get to, to Tanzania, I know, oh, I, I know I don't have a piece to train. That I know. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So that I know. When I go to Sudan, it's a trouble to, to, to train. We look for pitches. We shouldn't be looking for pitches. If that thing is organized, then Kev should say, when you play this cup, you're training there. You have choices of one, two, three hotels. This is your bus to travel with. You know, all the things in place. We should not suffer. We're suffering. We're still suffering at this level. There's no VAR. I mean, we have VAR in the Egyptian League. There's no VAR Cup Champions League group stages. Are we serious, guys? So, so those are the issues that, uh, that are challenges. Um, just, just to find a final off the last quick question. Um, it's, it's a, a bit of a fun question. Um, this is from my uncle. He was a big Ahli fan. He says, how are you finding life in Cairo? Have you found any foods that you've liked and have you mastered how to cross the road yet? <laughs> Fortunately, I've never been in a position where I'm crossing roads. Um, I'm in a position where we don't follow the lanes. There are no lanes. In, in, yeah. in, you, 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 you cut in front of, of somebody. That's it. And you, and you have to be careful, you know. So, look. And, and any foods that you've liked? Food, yes. Egyptian food. I know the cuisine now. Beautiful. Brilliant. And I've seen different kind of fruits that we don't have in South Africa. You know, South Africa, we've got a lot of fruits. But I've seen fruits that we don't have here. It's beautiful. I'm enjoying Cairo. It's, it's good. Okay, I'm indoors a lot. To be honest, I'm going nowhere. But because I have a lot of work to do, never mind, you know, the early people are, are all over the place. So you've got to be indoors when you are a life coach. Stay home. It's true. <laughs> Thank coach, you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for joining us around Africa's Biggest Bry. And if you're wrestling out there, the discussion, the debate and sharing of means continues online. Come find us at OTW underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram and just search for On The Whistle Podcast on Facebook and YouTube to watch our shows there. Of course, we're also on Spotify, iTunes and all those good places wherever you get your shows. And if you fancy it, post your comments, ask us questions and leave us a review. That's a wrap for now. Salagashle.